daylight saving is tomorrow. Yeah. Well, wait. Is it is it daylight savings or is it the end of daylight savings? I think it's daylight savings uh, ooh, ends. Are we going back to standard time or are we going into daylight savings? No, we're going into standard time, I'm pretty sure. So that's the way time has been recorded all this time. Well, and I think, didn't invented. they do that for the school buses so that, like, you know, so kids aren't waiting for their school bus in the dark, I think is why. I thought it had something okay. to do with the farmers. Yes, yeah, so it is beginning. Daylight savings time is beginning? Yes. Because we have more tomorrow the or actually today. When you when you hear this, it'll have already happened, so it'll be less com- climatic. So Climatic? If, if you no. feel like you're getting this podcast later in the day, it's probably because the time changed um, <laughs> overnight. So, well, yeah. So if they stop doing it, because I keep hoping they'll stop doing daylight savings time I in Florida. Too. Yeah, it, but then that would mean it would always be darker earlier. I I guess so. It, I don't know that I want that. Oh, <laughs> maybe I want it stuck on daylight savings. I think I want it stuck, want it on, stuck on daylight, daylight savings, savings time. time. I don't want it actually. Yeah. To have the non-daylight savings time. You know yeah, what it's true. is strange too is I feel mm-hmm. like unless unless it's unless you work on Sunday because before we had service on Sunday, I used to pick up Sunday shifts, and I remember like daylight savings time on on Sunday was like. Right. Ugh. But now that, you know, we do Sunday church, our church service is at one. So Sunday doesn't really affect us too, too badly. Well, certainly not as much as it used to. No, I feel like. It depends on. By the way, I don't know if you can hear that, but that's just our dog. It's, it's fine. Mia. Barking. Usually she's asleep when we record these. Mm-hmm. But she saw she saw something she felt we needed to be alerted to. <laughs> They're going to check How it nice out. Of her. <laughs> yes. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway Sunday. Um, so I feel like because we have service on Sunday since later in the day, that the ho- more difficult part for me is Monday now, starting mm. your work week earlier. Because now, but, I mean, but, well, uh, now I've you already used like you didn't lose the hour of sleep between Sunday and Monday. I, I know, but it still feels... I don't know. I, I've never... For whatever well, reason, that first that. Monday, you're like, uh, why? Not, the, well, I have why that Monday me? off, so it, it, that's nice. But and see, oh. for me, I actually work like naf- <laughs> in afternoons on Monday. Okay, so. well, I'm not looking forward to Monday morning, so... <laughs> well, no, no. No. I mean, so I am looking forward, looking forward to it, but to every day. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm planning with my pre-work time of a visit to get caffeinated is very likely to occur without about without naming any particular establishments. Could you imagine those establishments for copyright where the reasons have to be up even earlier than they do? Because they, I'm saying. they only have to be up. What about night shift? Early. What if you're working when the time change happens? Is that a good <laughs> Your thing? Your shift ends at three. You're yes, like, well, actually, look, I'll actually, tell you. Get paid, you get paid for I'm being there now. for the full time, but you've actually worked. No, I don't think. Left. No, you don't. No, if you you're don't. paid hourly, you don't. You're so, but hours, you were there. there from like, yeah, you know. But no. the actual hours of time, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I, so I mean, it makes sense that it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But. No, but for when daylight saving times end, so for the fallback, 
that one is not hour. fun. I always remember Ooh. when I would get report from people after, you know, that day and they're there just for that extra hour, they would all be dragging just like, uh, get me out of here. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I so, uh, yeah, in that awful. sense, if I was on night shift, I'd much rather work daylights. You know, I'd much rather work spring forward than fall back. Because you're there one extra hour or one hour less. Yeah. Rather than spring an hour forward. more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually worked during the spring forward, so I yeah. don't know how that would work. Fun. It's not. not it's not fun. It's What's also, for me, it's very time, weird um, because I would always feel like I would get used to the daylight time in the morning or the, the amount of daylight in the morning oh, yeah. when I'm driving right. to work and then I'm on my way and I feel like I'm, well, depending on it feels like it's it super early. So it'll be darker in the morning. But I, I remember always in the fall. Mm-hmm. I would always freak out because I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm running late because the sun shouldn't be up yet while I'm driving. And I'm like, oh yeah. And you're like, oh wait, it should. It's, because you know, fall back. But so tomorrow, tomorrow it'll be darker. Reason. So then it'll feel, it'll feel like I'm up earlier in that sense because it'll be yeah. darker. Personally, I always enjoyed the, the summer. I think it is where it's like an extra hour later. Like you, you get the day, you get nice. the you get the daylight. Yeah, I like having really daylight l- later in the day. I That's prefer it. I like it yeah. when it's light till like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Yeah. What if you're trying to do like an all nighter and stay up twenty four hours, but you did it over daylight savings time, so you technically stayed up twenty three hours instead of twenty four, but the times to work like or better yet, do you get the street cred for that, or do you not get the street cred for that? Because I don't 20. think you get the street cred. Better yet, fall back and you're up an extra hour. 25 hours? Yeah. You're up fi- 25 I hours. I think you get credit for being up 25 hours. Instead of 24. I think make you have to look weird. at the make, actual make amount you of like hours. Stay up where time-wise it would look like it's 23 hours, but because you had that extra hour, it was actually 24 hours worth of time. I don't know. I'm just coming up with complicated things for no reason, but it's <laughs> fun anyhow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so daylight savings is... It's going to happen by the time you hear this, but yeah. Yes, we're bracing ourselves. Brace yourselves. Daylight savings. The other thing, too, is like we have a clock that's in a very difficult to reach place. So, yeah, it can always be challenging. Yeah, I'm still probably planning on changing the hour. We're going to change that one. On that one back. Well, because I got on this this kick for Christmas time and I wanted to make the, the clock look like a candy cane. Um, so I, I, I did and we're still looks like a candy cane like a candy right cane. now in the middle of March. Um, we you were have to figuring understand it's like really, really high yeah. to, to reach. You have to get like a ladder to reach it. So yeah. And it's a bit, it's a big clock too. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a big, heavy clock. And it's like hard to, to put a ladder there cause we have like stuff yeah. in front of it. So yeah, yeah we so basically have to move furniture and then. Get it down. Redecorate to change the class. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite, but. So, what so we've done almost. in the past, I think we had one year where we left it. We just left the it. The whole time. The whole time. And it, by the time it, you know, fall back came around or whatever, it was, um, it, it came back in line. So, but <laughs> what I'm wanting to do this time instead of waiting with that is to actually, like, take the opportunity to take off the candy cane stripe because it's no longer Christmas time. And while I'm at it, might as well make the hour correct. I think we Makes should sense. 
go back to recording at nighttime because <laughs> there's a lot of strange noises that seem to be occurring in the daylight hours. Yeah, so for those who can't see, we normally record at night. Yes. And today we're recording in the middle of the day. So we like we got set up and we we're like, oh, there's more light on our sound equipment. So we can't like see the, the yeah, lights from the the sound equipment as easy. easily. Yeah. And then the dog is normally asleep and now and I guess it's prepping us for daylight savings. Yeah. I guess so. There you go. I guess so. Unless we record really, really late, which I don't know, we might need to. Yeah. But there's yeah. I don't know, they're just there's a weird noise that there's you a weird noise here. Yeah, we we but. we've closed the air vent in the room because it makes us really cold, and but right now the air is trying to get out of the vent that's currently closed, and it's it's making a high pitched whine that <laughs> that just stopped. I was getting slowly, ready to say I was like, we're gonna have to do something about it because I can't <laughs> concentrate. <laughs> okay, back to yes. back to, back to we our conversation. About? Yeah. So. so oh other interesting I don't know this is not a major mo- what well, sort of a major monument we are in double digits now episode wise this is episode Yay. ten oh is it this is episode ten oh so this is where we are this in double digits special. of episodes it does I feel like we should have balloons or something well we need it or I, some I don't know some type of special celebration we. Episode 10 of the podcast. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. I was thinking about that. That is cool. We've got milestone. Yeah. A couple months in. Yeah. And episode 10. Kind of amazing how far we are into the year already. We're already like into March. Yeah, it feels like it's gone by fast, yet it feels like. It's taken forever at the same time. Yeah. I don't know how as, that works. As wacky as that sounds, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, whoa, feeling. we're already in March. And then I'm like, I feel like it's been 2020 it's like, forever. We're in March still. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think a lot has happened this year so far. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's, been, yeah. it's been a very eventful uh, year for us so far. Like with the things with the church, we had a very busy February with lots of events. And we got a. A busy March ahead of us as well. So, yes, mm-hmm. uh, we had the uh, the garage sale last week. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and then it's going to be, going to be again next week. Next yes. week, yeah, because we had some more stuff to sell, and we kind of kind of figured out a rhythm. So now we know yeah. a little bit more. And it works out in my favor because I actually had to work and I didn't get to be there. But hopefully, I will be able to be there. Oh, this time. I thought you were so. like. Ha, I missed <laughs> it. Good news is I made it away without buying anything, I don't think. Although I was close. <laughs> saved saved money for the better. Yeah, no, no. I didn't. It, it, it no. was really close. Was... I was going to buy this. Um, there was like this old book of like microwave tips that suggested using um, aluminum foil to oh, cut um, the tender parts Yes, of your only food. the so, tender parts of the food because so, uh, it could create arcing. Yeah. AKA well, an explosion. Well, we know from so experience that tinfoil is not good. In we do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you don't remember that story? <laughs> no. no okay. Enlighten me. I'll, I'll tell it in a second. But, no pun intended. But the, the book, back to the book just really quick, is it, it was just like this really old book for like gourmet microwave cooking. It was clearly it sounds like an awesome micro- one. Huh? Microwaves were new. 
And it was like, oh, here's how to use your microwave and yeah. use it like a normal microwave. Okay, so anyway, back, back to, to our story. Back to how we know tinfoil um, can light on fire. So <laughs> one time I actually got this Arby's sandwich, and I think it was, I think I, it was just like a completely extra one that I had gotten or, or I had half eaten or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I stored it in the fridge. And I um, to heat it up again. Yeah. Well, the next day I'm like, hey, I want this sandwich or not next day. Whenever I, whenever I was like, sure. sure, I was like, hey, I want this sandwich. And so I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like unwrapping it. I'm sure it'll be fine in the paper. Well, um, RB sandwiches, in case you didn't know, has tinfoil in their paper. paper. It's paper on the inside next to the sandwich and And tinfoil on the outside. And when you put it into the microwave, um, it can catch fire. And And so it did. did. It did. It it caught fire and kind of blackened a little bit. And that's (laughs) when I learned that, no, you do not put tinfoil in there, even to cover the tender parts of your food because it can arc. That's crazy. Yes. So, so it wasn't. I mean, it was. It was as simple as stopping the microwave, and it, it the fire wasn't that yeah, big. It, it didn't like, like what blow up the microwave or anything. <laughs> That's it just, good. It just yeah, I learned but the hard uh, way that you don't do that. It was a uh, extra roasted beef. <laughs> I don't. I know. I remember I was at work one time, and and uh, I was at the at that time I was um, monitoring heart rhythms and so I was in a separate area and I'm sitting there smelling something I'm like somebody is smoking and so I I called Ooh. I called someone and they're like oh no somebody burnt some toast I'm like nah <laughs> that's more than just burnt toast well then I find out uh, later somebody took a dinner roll and wrapped it in a, in a paper towel and put it on for two minutes well if you're heating Ooh. up bread and already already no, cooks maybe right maybe 30 seconds if it's frozen but otherwise you're only gonna do 10 anyway two minutes i was like oh so it it caught two minutes it caught fire and it i mean it made the whole floor stink for a long time and it it ruined the microwave it was that bad so yeah thank god the the microwave was life hack don't put bread in for two minutes especially with the paper towel don't don't Tin foil. Don't put yeah. tin foil with paper. Yeah. Don't. Styrofoam, I don't think either is another good one. Yeah. That, yeah, which people do all the time. Well, it's not, to- I mean, sometimes it melts, but the problem, it doesn't always melt because if you think about, there's a lot of containers that you put styrofoam in. So it's something has to do with the way microwave works with bouncing oh, okay. heat off or whatever. It causes the styrofoam to break down and emit whatever yeah. chemicals are and in I would imagine because if it gets wet or something because microwaves work off of the moisture in food maybe yeah I don't know. Know. yeah so today on three pks on a podcast we learn microwave not, what not to safety. do with a microwave yes yeah so safety third folks yeah safety. I mean first I just kind of had safety to third. laugh at that book that was kind of funny yes. yeah no, I also I, suggested plastic wrap, which I don't know. I don't know I've used plastic wrap, but I don't know if that I can't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yes. Any recommendations can't. on this podcast are our own opinion and should not be taken as fact. There you go. <laughs> our little disclaimer. disclaimer. <laughs> In the fine print. But I will say that I've not personally had problems with 
plastic wrap, and I don't really like to. I've just been too scared with it. Yeah. To to try plastic wrap. Yeah. Just don't want it to melt. Makes sense. Anyway, well, we'll see. Next week, there may be something there that catches your eye. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm interested to actually be there this time, so. Yeah. Well, I brought a few things to sell, which I don't, uh, maybe a couple things sold, but I, um. Well, I think didn't I, one thing. Oh yeah, that one that one thing did sell, yeah. yeah. So and then I did buy some things, so there were some cool clothes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so and some other so stuff. So we've had, you know, long long story short, we've had a eventful year, so it's gone by fast yeah. and slow at the same time. So So it's uh and we got we got say so we still got some stuff coming up in March and April. Coming yeah. soon, we got our uh, our puppet yeah, program. My next several weekends are kind of busy. Yeah, with mm-hmm. just different things. Yeah, I think I got something so. going on each weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely gonna. It's lots of fun. Yeah, lots lots of lots of fun. Lots of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, this week on uh. Other topics besides microwaves and uh, <laughs> tinfoil. Um, just and was, uh, we were talking about you know being PKs, and one of the things that I was I thought about was you know when uh, about being a PK when when our, our parents first started the church, you know it, they took I would say you know uh, quite a leap of faith to move uh, to move down here. It's, you know it's definitely one of you know, it's a big memory for me that in moving down here, um, and it just got me thinking how being a PK, um, with such a you know leap of faith that starting a church is, no matter what the the circumstances, um, you know, as a PK, when your parents take that leap of faith, you know, you, you have to take that leap of faith too, you know, whether you know whether you like it or not. Now that our parents they asked us and we were we were on board with it, you know, but. Yeah. I'm sure that's difficult sometimes for for PKs. And now some some PKs, I'm sure they've maybe their parents may have been pastors before they were born, and they may not have had to take it in that. Yeah. You know, from as far as starting the church, they may have not had that experience in the same way. But still, when your when your parents take leaps of faith with things in the church when they're doing this or doing that, you know, it's definitely something that uh, uh, you know can be a struggle, or you you definitely got to walk through it. You know. Yeah. Because we, uh, you know, we, we moved, um, I, I wouldn't quite call it halfway across the country, but, or would it? Yeah. 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 Halfway, no, it would be halfway across Half, Halfway across the country. And we didn't have really any connections here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, it was kind of interesting. We were spending about the first week or so lived in a hotel we didn't have a we didn't have a, a house set up yet or anything like that we just we, i mean we well we didn't bring all our stuff we didn't though, bring all our stuff no. we did no. we yeah, did we, take we, a couple we had some of our stuff trips. still back from the uh, state we we're moving from but we didn't we didn't have everything here yet but so when we first came down we were in a in a hotel for a little bit looking for for places and but I liked, you know, for me, it's great to see that within within the first week, you know, we God provided a place for us to to live. But it was definitely a, and for me, it was kind of more of an adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think of, like at that because I was what, twelve. I think I was twelve when we moved here. 
It sounds so. Right. It wasn't. Right. It didn't click with me how how much pressure it is to you know yeah. to to be you know trying to move halfway across the country and and be looking for a place to live you know when you when you first move here i thought it was kind of interesting but you know it was definitely you know a leap of faith and i've all that's something that i've you know really looked back on with you know with great great fondness that that leap of faith but it can be you know it can be a struggle for sure for the you know for the pastor that has to make that yeah that leap you know um with with everything in ministry it's it it can be a leap of faith and i think of a um a scripture in hebrews i believe it is i have to make sure i find it before i yes it's uh hebrews uh 11:6 which says but without faith it is impossible to please him which is it's talking about god without but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so the Bible tells us in Hebrews that if you don't have faith, it's not you can't please God. And so that kind of leaves you to, uh, you know, kind of leaves an implication that faith is pleasing to God. And, you know, so mm-hmm. those those leaps of faith that, that pastors have to take on a regular basis, that's something that's pleasing to God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was also thinking of... Um, from the the pastor's kids um standpoint uh when you're going with with your your parents when they're doing these things when you're you know when you're helping them with the church and and helping them to uh to serve um i think of uh ephesians 6 um 1 um and 1 through 3 and it says uh Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. And it says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. You know, so it tells you there that when you're, you know, when you're going along with your, your parents on this, this journey where they've started a church, or maybe you say we're, we're not just talking to, to PKs, you know, but also to to those who are maybe you know missionary kids or staff kids, other types of ministry kids, you know, when you're when you are supporting your parents and what it is that they're doing in ministry, there goes our our dog sparking again. Um, give her a second here. Uh, when when you whenever you're you're supporting them, that's something that you're you're honoring them, and the the word of God says that that there's reward, you know, for it. This isn't just something that, you know, I'm stuck doing. And, you know, you may see a lot of struggles that may happen as part of, you know, being in ministry, whether, you know, whatever it is, because, you know, like I said, a lot, you know, you see a lot of things that other people don't see, you know, behind, behind the the closed doors. Um, And so you may see that there's a lot of struggles that go on and is it, it worth it, but it, you know, it definitely is God, even in Hebrews eleven six, it talks about that he's a rewarder of those that are diligently seeking him. So there's definitely reward, mm-hmm. um, you know, that your parents will be getting for for doing that, and you because you are honoring your parents and and helping helping them with the ministry. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that not only will you live long on the earth, because it's not like oh I'm gonna live a long time and it's gonna stink, you know. It's not saying that. It says it's gonna be well with you and right. you live a long time. So you're gonna be here on this earth a long time. 
and you're going to have a pleasant experience while you're doing it. So yeah. it's you know something in it that's for PKs when you're helping your parents in ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me, uh, God several throughout the several places throughout the scriptures talked about rewarding those who overcame. And um, uh, an example that comes to mind here is in Revelation three, um, three verse uh, twenty one. He says, "To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne." So. He he rewards people who overcome, yeah, um, yeah, struggles, and and he sees your struggles. He doesn't just sit there and go, oh, they're they're struggling. He will help you through yeah. it too. Yeah, um, but he'll reward those who persevere and who, people who don't faint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean it can be scary when you're moving to a new place. It wasn't as scary for for me all the way from the standpoint of moving somewhere new because we had kind of already done that a little bit. You know, we had moved from Oklahoma to Missouri and didn't know anybody where we were moving. Um, yeah. We had moved to help in ministry there. Um, but we were still kind of close to where we had lived in Oklahoma. It wasn't terribly far drive right. back there. So it still kind of felt like some of our friends were close by where this was a little bit different and that we were, right. you know, all the way in Florida um, for me, you know, kind of the leap of faith came from, um, I was actually enrolled in nursing school in Missouri oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and okay. the way nursing programs work, you can't really transfer from one to another, you know, because each nursing school sets up its own curriculum and, and path as far as what they teach when, and each state okay. has its own board of nursing that, has different requirements for nursing education. Though I didn't know it at the time. I thought, well, I could probably just transfer some of my nursing credits over. Um, But I remembered, you know, at first I was going to finish school, which would have been like a year and a half, and then come back, then come down. And I was kind of planned for that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I'll do. It'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And just as I kept doing that, it was like this uneasiness, like, no, I don't think this is right. I don't think this is right. And I was like, no, I'm supposed to be down right away, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember when I, um, went to the school to like sign the papers to drop out, you know, it was hard. Cause I was like, I've done this, like, this is final now. Like, did I do the right thing? And I, was like, oh, you know, but then I was like, no, I know I did the right thing. And looking back, I'm so glad (laughs) that I had for a a lot of reasons. Um, But one of which is, you know, I wouldn't be in the job that I'm at now. And I wouldn't have met all the people that I've worked with this time because I would have come here already a nurse. And I might not have gone to a particular hospital, you know, I might have gone right. to a different hospital or I right. might have, you know, even found a job there and been like, well, you know, I'm settled here, you know? Yeah. Right. It and would have uh, the course. It would have changed entirely. the course. So, um, sometimes even when you're, and I remember crying cause I was like, boy, I hope I made the right decision, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, um, and so it's not to say that sometimes when you move, it might not be hard. Like sometimes it may not I mean, it may feel like an adventure, but you may also be like, boy, I really hope I did the right thing because 
I've made certain things final, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just putting your trust in God that, yeah, this is the right thing. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes we want something super clear, you know, we want like a burning bush moment or, a, right. you know, yeah. or like Gideon like with it, the right. fleece. Like we want something that clear, but sometimes it's not always that clear. There are yeah. times where, right. you know, we've heard of ministers who they've had dreams or, mm. or visions where God told them to go preach the gospel. Um, but sometimes it's just taking a little step and going, I really feel like I'm supposed to be a part of this or I'm supposed to do this right. and following it. Yeah. And sometimes it can, you know, for me, like that was my, you know, I was old enough that I could have lived on my own and I could mm. have stayed, you know, and so I didn't have to go, you know, sometimes though, you know, with PKs, you're, you don't get you know, when you're young and you're under 18, you don't get the choice of, well, am I going to go along with what mom right, and dad right, think yeah. that they're supposed to do or not, you know? And, um, and, and in that sense, it can be like, well, what if they're making a mistake? You know, what if that's not what we're supposed to mm-hmm. do? But, you know, like what you said now for our parents, it was what we were supposed to do. It was right. a God thing. But, you know, for those listening that maybe, you, or maybe it's not your parents, maybe, whatever situation you're in, you know, you've gotten dragged along for something that wasn't what you signed up for. Um, I like that scripture. It says honor your father and mother, you know, and it'll go well with you. So by you honoring your parents, even though if they've made a mistake in a a path they've taken or direction they've taken, God's still going to be faithful to you and take care of you. I think of um, the apostle Paul, who he was going to Rome and he felt like he was supposed to go to Rome to minister the gospel. Uh Well, he was being taken as a prisoner and they were getting ready to set sail. And he said, guys, I don't think we should sail out right now. I think there's going to be a terrible storm. I'm paraphrasing this. It's in the, it's in the book of acts. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. last couple chapters, talks about this but um basically he said i don't think you guys should go out you know go sailing yet i don't think we should set sail because of the time of year and i believe there's going to be a storm and it's going to be damaging i think he said that lives would be lost lives. even our very lives not danger just ship, but even not just to the ship yeah. to our very lives and of course like, this is not a good thing dude <laughs> and don't, don't do this they, you know, being he was a prisoner, they kind of took his opinion and said, well, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. sure, you don't want to sail right now. I'm right. sure you don't. And so they set sail. And sure enough, there was a hurricane. And, you know, the ship was beginning to fall apart. They were all freaking out. And God spared not just Paul's life, but he actually spared the lives of every person on the ship. Uh-huh. The ship did fall apart, you know, but they ended up landing on, you know, or they ended up falling apart near an island. So they were able to get to land right. and everyone's life was spared. Yeah, and yeah. so that was a situation where Paul was brought along on something that he even said, I don't think this is a good idea, but he was faithful to God and serving God and doing what he was supposed to do. And so God still took care of them. And so if you find yourself, you're like, oh, that's great. You know, you guys went to start a church and that was the right thing. Good for you. Well, guess what? If you're in a situation where maybe somebody brought you along on a boat ride that you weren't supposed to be going on and you're in a storm, God is faithful. 
Yeah. And he, you know, he'll take care of you. And in that process, you know, they landed on that, that island. Paul got to minister the gospel yeah. to the people of that island. Yeah. And so even when, but initially, so people say, oh, well, God brought the storm so they could do that. No, no, no. God told them not to go. But what God does is when something bad happens, God is able to take it and bring it for our good and his glory. And so in that storm, even though the ship fall apart, sometimes people look at that. Well, their ship was destroyed. They lost everything. No, no, no. Their lives, look, look at it this way. Their lives were saved. And not only that, but they got to minister the gospel to these people. And yeah. even Paul, because he said that, you know, we're not supposed to be here. And he even told them when they were in the ship and they were they were scared, he told them that, you know, I think it was an angel appeared to him and yeah. said, you know, that all the lives were going to be saved and to, that they should take heart. Yeah. That they knew that he was, you know, c- connected with the Lord. Right. And he was even a witness to all those on the ship. Yeah. Plus exactly. those on the island. Right. You know, so God... Like you said, God didn't plant that. God didn't want them to do that, but He took opportunity, right? Since they went and did it anyway, to to witness to these people. Yeah. So if you, you know, like I said, if you're there and you're like, oh, if you know, and there are some times where you are doing the right thing, and the devil attacks you because he doesn't want you to do the right thing. Right. It, it kind of reminds me of the story of Joseph, who mm-hmm. wasn't dragged along by his family necessarily. Or for the ministry, but it was, was God. Sold by his family. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was sold by his family, and he was doing the right thing, and and got in trouble for doing the right thing, even. Yeah, and and God was still able to, um, to use him, to mm-hmm. save his whole family. The the even some of the people who betrayed him was right. still yeah. able to save his family. Yeah, and um, God was able to and use him for good. In fact, uh. I believe, oh yeah, he says that. I was gonna say in Genesis fifty, I think it says. One second. So I always think of um, the Veggie Tales, the the Ballad of Little Joe. <laughs> that was like their their main uh, their main point in that little Veggie Tales. Yeah, it's a Genesis fifty verse twenty. It says, "But as for you, you meant evil against me." But God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. So even if you're in a situation where you're like this, you know, I I didn't sign up for this. I mean, Joseph didn't sign up for this. Paul didn't necessarily sign up for a a, a trip, you know, across the sea. An island cruise. (laughs) Even though God had said you're going to go to Rome, like that wasn't necessarily the right time. He, you know, he wasn't. And not that your parents starting a church doesn't mean it's right. It may not be all that bad, but you not having control over the situation, God is still able to use it for, for good. Well, and we've said before too, I mean, being, you know, starting a church is rough. You know, Mm -hmm. we haven't gotten into all the, the challenges that arise, but I mean, but it, it, it's hard. It's hard and it can feel like, oh, what is, you know, what what did mom and dad, you know, bring me into? (laughs) Where have you taken me, Felice? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where have you taken us? Um, What's going on? 
you know, and, but the, the point is though, when you choose in whatever situation, whether it, it's actually the right, you know, whether, I guess what I'm trying to say is it matters not whether what the other person did is God's will. What matters is what you choose to do. And if you mm-hmm. sit there and say, you know what, whatever situation I find myself in, I am going to honor God. God will honor you. And we see right. that as Joseph's say, a great example of you that. You see that in Joseph where he he honored God and God was able to honor him. Mm-hmm. Right. And he even honored God to, I believe, the point where he said, where the kings or the pharaohs, he's like, I hear you can interpret dreams. And Joseph's like, no, 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 God can interpret your dreams. And God honored him and made him second command. That wasn't necessarily Joseph's idea he wasn't like well if you you know put me in charge right this all be fine he's like you know here here's these steps and god turned it around where pharaoh's like you know this guy seems like a good guy to put in charge why don't we put him in charge yeah Yeah. you know yeah he was able to save his family then as well later on so and and that's also true for for the you pastors out there and those who are who are leading the the ministry as well that it when you're faithful to god he will honor you too. That's not just for the kids that yeah. you know have come have yeah, come with you. Sure. When right. you're doing what you you know this is what God's called you to do, and you maybe have those things of, did I do the right thing or did I just you know did I yeah, just mess I just everything up for me and my family and you know all this, you know no you know, God called you to do this. You're supposed to be there, and yes, He will honor you for that. Yes, you know absolutely. It goes both ways for you it and does. for your kids. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I think that. Uh, We'll wrap, wrap it up for this week. Yeah. Uh, can close out with prayer and see you all next time. I, I keep saying that. But anyway, it's not important. <coughs> Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for this podcast to give us words that uh, I hope are encouraging to those that listen. I ask you would keep us all safe uh, throughout our week with all that we do, and Lord, that you would... Uh, Help us to, to trust you, Lord, and uh, what we're doing, and um, just to give us strength as we go about these uh, things serving you in ministry, that, um, Lord, I know that you are always faithful to, to see us through everything, and um, I know that you always will, and I just ask you to to do that for our listeners as well, Lord, and like I said, to keep us safe and until we uh, meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, that's all the time we have for today, kids. Remember, God God made made you you special, special. and he loves you very much. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) VeggieTales reference. Let's see if Cordy has a verse for it. (laughs) (laughs) And so with me. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, but for real. um, Yes. We'll catch you later. Also, don't forget Facebook, YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Spotify. Tune Tune in. iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah. yeah. And All places you can find us. Send us send us your questions or comments. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, we would definitely we would love to hear from you. We Let would. us know what you think or yeah. can leave you have any questions. Yep. Um I guess we haven't set our email yet. Yeah. Three. That's uh three PKS. It's the number three PKS at I abound. That's I A B O U N D. Dot org, yes. I think. Yes. I have bound dot org, and you can um, email us your questions uh, or comments if you have them. Mm-hmm. Or again, 
uh, Facebook, YouTube. I don't think uh, Spotify or TuneIn has comments, but um, YouTube and Facebook definitely do. Yeah. So you can leave comments there too if you want. So yeah. All right. So until next time. See you later, or catch you later. Listen to you later. Here, listen to us later. <laughs> later. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.